It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Coming up on this edition of the Locked On Washington football team podcast, we're joined by Ben Kotwika, currently with the U.S. Army football program as they get set for Army-Navy this Saturday at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, and also former special teams coordinator with the Atlanta Falcons, the Washington football team, and the New York Jets. He coached with Dan Quinn, whose Dallas Cowboys come to FedEx Field this Sunday, and he also had a thought or two about Brian Johnson and the whole kicking operation in Washington. That's coming up. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. This is the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. I'm Chris Russell flying solo on this edition of LOWFT. It is great to have you with us. David Harrison will return on the next edition with a Locked On crossover Thursday edition with the guys from Locked On Cowboys. We are brought to you by On Location. On Location is the official hospitality partner of the NFL. It's the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket an experience package. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. We are free and available on all platforms. We thank you for making us your first listen of the day. As we mentioned coming up, Ben Kotwika from West Point, New York where he is getting ready, along with uh, Coach Munkin and the rest of the United States Army football program, to take on the Naval Academy this Saturday at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Uh, Also, we start off this episode, and we'll have a quick opening segment here with word that Kalik Hudson is on injured reserve for the Washington football team. So, that might not be a name that jumps out to you as any sort of big deal, but he did play a pretty fair and extensive amount on Sunday against the Las Vegas Raiders, along with, of course, Cole Holcomb and Jamin Davis. And Khalid Hudson, I thought, played reasonably well. Um, seemed to help out the run pretty good. Uh, obviously, Washington's defense was good for a sixth game in a row. He is a core special teamer, and that means with Tony Pollard coming to FedEx Field and his speed, not only on offense, but on special teams and special teams returns, look out. That could be a big, big problem for the Washington football team this Sunday. In the meantime, they signed Milo Eifler from the Miami Dolphins practice squad. Don't know much about Milo Eifler. We will attempt to find out more. Former Washington football linebacker Will Compton has apparently agreed to a deal to rejoin the Las Vegas Raiders right after his former team left town. Compton was with the Raiders when they were back in Oakland a little while ago. 
about a year and a half or so ago. And he is now back with the Vegas Raiders as a free agent linebacker. There was some thought that maybe, possibly, with Khalid Hudson going on IR, that maybe Compton would be a fit, but clearly Washington had their eye on somebody else. Also, on Tuesday, we found out officially that Ryan Fitzpatrick's season is over. He's having arthroscopic hip surgery. Uh, after all this time, I guess his hip, the subluxation, just not responding, not getting right, not getting to where they need it to be. And basically, he is not only done for the season, but he could be done for his Washington football team career. And if that's the case, he lasted one quarter and a couple of minutes of another quarter, the second quarter before being knocked out by one of the Los Angeles Chargers uh, on a missed block by Charles Leno. Uh, in the season opening game. We never saw him again, and Ryan Fitzpatrick's only on a one-year $10 million deal, so it's unlikely that he would be back. Now, there is a possibility uh, under a dramatically reduced deal that he could be given a chance to come back because you'd presume if Washington liked him enough to sign him, as they did, and to basically make him the number one, their evaluation of him can't have dramatically changed in terms of the type of quarterback. Now, the injury is a whole other story. Again, as we've seen, and usually when you're 38, 39 years old, your hips and your body doesn't get better. So that is obviously a major, major issue uh, in terms of Ryan Fitzpatrick's future, whether it be here in Washington or whether it be elsewhere. All right, we're going to take a quick time out uh, right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast to give Ben Cott Week a plenty of time, plenty of room uh, to expand on NFL special teams, the importance uh, of it all. Brian Johnson, the new place kicker for the Washington Football Team, the overall operation, and how hard was it to pull off what Nate Katzer and Tress Way and Cameron Cheeseman and Brian Johnson pulled off last Sunday in Las Vegas. That's coming up next right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. I'm Chris Russell, flying solo. I'll get David Harrison back later on this week. We are brought to you by our friends, as we mentioned, at On Location. Guys, it's too early for us to start talking about the Super Bowl, right? Eh, maybe not. Can we talk about taking a trip west with the Washington football team? Hmm. How about that? Super Bowl 56 at SoFi Stadium is less than 100 days away. And on location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five-star L.A. hotels, and food chefed up by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit onlocationexp.com slash Super Bowl 56 or SB 56 should say for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's on location exp.com slash SB 56 or search Super Bowl on location. We've got a Super Bowl feeling about this season, the way it's heading. Let's get there with on location. BetOnline has you covered all season long with more props, odds, lines than ever before. As football season continues, 
the March to the Playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website or sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, and more to your Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Guys, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Once again, thanks for making us your first listen of the day. Each and every day, we are free and available on all platforms. I'm Chris Russell. Again, David Harrison back later this week with a crossover edition as we get you set for the Washington football team and the Dallas Cowboys this Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock at FedEx Field. And now we take you to Ben Kotwika, my friend and a colleague when he was the special teams coordinator of the Washington football team. We've been able to stay in touch. He's at the United States Army. And here is part one. All right, joining us now on the Locked On Washington football team podcast, he's been a guest before, and he is an excellent, excellent football coach. Let's start with that. Currently with his, well, his home, the Army, the United States Army, where he's going to coach and be a part of the annual Army-Navy game this Saturday at MetLife Stadium, a game that I'm fortunate enough to be able to go to for the first time, and I can't wait. Uh, And, of course, former Washington then Redskins, Atlanta Falcons, New York Jets, special teams coordinator, played at Army, served our country uh, in Afghanistan, uh, and more. Ben Kotwika is our special guest. Coach, great to see you. Great to talk to you, as always. Uh, happy holidays to you and your family, and um, uh, so happy to have you, and, and, and thanks for all you do. Chris, happy holidays to you as well, and thanks for having me on. Great time of the year. Thanksgiving just finished up, obviously Christmas, but, you know, with the Army-Navy game a few days away, really, really, uh, really an exciting time of the year. Absolutely. We're going to get into that uh, in just a little bit, but, you know, one of the things, of course, that I love to pick your brain about is special teams, because that's what you've coached primarily in the National Football League, and you did it at an elite level with Atlanta, Washington, and again, the Jets, and now, uh, again, working back at Army. And, oh, by the way, we should also mention, go to the 33rdteam.com, where Ben also uh, does some great special teams analysis, video work, written work, and, of course, they have an extensive network of analysts and correspondents that do a tremendous job covering NFL, college football, uh, all of that. So really worth your time, the 33rd team. Uh, com. So, Ben, I uh, wanted to ask you something that we had talked about last week on my radio show before Brian Johnson made his debut for Washington. He ultimately kicks a 48-yard field goal. Didn't necessarily look pretty. He made both of his extra points. Kickoff seemed uh, okay. I don't know how much of it you saw, but for him to step up on a short work week, because, again, they, they had played on Monday night. They signed him on Tuesday. He comes in, boom, Wednesday. I don't know how much work he got in those three days, but Ben, you know it's a compressed schedule. To get the timing, the rhythm, the the the, the everything that you need, how impressive in layman's terms is that? Yeah, really happy for uh for him. Uh I think it's also a compliment um to the to the battery. Uh Tress is obviously holding there and uh with the snapper. So that takes a, a little bit of time. Uh coach uh, Katzer obviously had to do a lot of work to get get him him ready to go, but um, 
really happy that he was able to make the kick. You know, it, it, it wasn't the, the prettiest kicks maybe, but it's a results-driven industry, and if the ball goes through the pipes, I'd rather, you know, have something that maybe don't look so good than a real pretty one that goes wide left or wide right. So uh, really happy for him, really happy for the team. And, again, uh, I don't think a lot of people understand the work that goes in uh, to bring in a player, especially at that position, in on short notice and then having him work with, as I mentioned, the holder and the snapper. So happy for them, and uh, hopefully they can keep it going. Uh, uh, Dallas this week, I understand. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how hard is it to get that timing between – I mean, Tress and Cameron Cheeseman have been working now together all offseason training camp and for 10, 11 games or whatever it was, uh, albeit with diff- several different kickers. How difficult just in general is it to get that timing, that rhythm, so it's, boom, the time that you want – uh, the, the footwork, the everything yeah. in a game situation? Well, a couple of things. I think you hit the word was rhythm um, in order to get, you know, it's like a tempo of a golf swing, right? You want to have a really good tempo. I think the one thing that probably have helped Johnson a lot is, is Trust has been doing this for a while. So there's certain things in regard to where, you know, the holder is catching the ball out in front of his body and then what that looks like, not only as far as turning the laces, but also getting the lean appropriately for the way the kicker likes it. Uh, in my experience, there's kickers that want the ball tilted certain different ways. And, you know, that's something that you really can't – it, it, it's not something that, like, you can just get and, okay, we got it. So it takes a little bit of trial and error, and I'm sure those guys were working their tails off uh, to get it just right. And it seems like they did in order to hit the game winner there against the uh, the Raiders. When, when you would get a new component <clears throat> to – the I guess even I guess leaving it just at just the specialist long snapper holder punter uh, place kicker how long would it take you Ben as a coordinator to develop trust in a particular player and did it really just I guess depend on who the player was and how familiar you were. Yeah, with them? yeah I, th- I think there's a lot of things that, that go into it, and you unpack a handful of things. So, you know, first off, if you bring in a, a new punter, um, that's a little bit different than a kicker because, obviously, the punter, he's just catching it and punting right. the football, and you work on, you know, how he's delivering it and how it suits him the best. Um, I think there is some, you know, that's why you see a lot of times special teams coordinators will be more inclined to, bring in a kicker or punter that maybe they're familiar with. Obviously, I've been in the league for 15 years, so uh, you cross paths like in that network. Maybe I didn't work specifically with that player, but I saw him at a camp or I saw him at a combine or maybe I worked him out in college, so there's some familiarity there. Um, I think the kicker is the one part of it. Uh, you know, I've had where, uh, you know, when I was in Washington, had to go through a, a couple uh, snappers there. You know, Nick had gotten banged up. Uh, a couple times, and so that took a little bit of time as far as getting the rotation uh, of the snap where the holder was catching the ball. And, again, it's something that seems slight, but it's, as you mentioned, something that you want to have a rhythm with because you don't get a ton of these opportunities, and you want to make sure that you're point on when you're hitting a 47-, 48-yard field goal on national TV uh, in Las Vegas and make sure you got it right. So uh, it does take some time, and I think, you mentioned the word trust. I think you try to trust what your eyes see and the more repetition. That's why coaches harp so much on practice, right? Oh. So, uh, you know, coach, I'll turn it on when the game came on. Well, if I don't see it on Tuesday or Thursday or Friday, 
It really, it really makes it more difficult for me to trust or validate uh, what's going to happen on Sunday. Yeah, I, you, you know, I'm glad you brought that part up because I was going to ask you, like, if a kicker says, "Now, coach, I'm good from 50 or 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 53," I'm feeling it from 53. You, Ben Kotwika, or fill in the blank, Nate Katzer in this particular case, do you have to see that before you know that? And, and and how different, how hard is it to simulate, okay, at practice in Ashburn where, you know, it's outside and, you know, it could be windy and now maybe you're at Allegiant Stadium in, indoors. And is that just based on pregame warm-ups? Like how do you calculate yeah. all that? I love the term, we're, you know, uh, we're good. Uh, it's kind of like kids, you know, hey, did you clean your room? Yeah, we're good. Okay. <laughs> and then you go up there and uh, their interpretation of good may be different than your right. interpretation. So um, I, I think that's something where you're, you're, you're working those mechanisms throughout the week. And then, you know, that's why the pregame is, is important. Uh, you know, uh, obviously they were playing in, in Vegas, which is the indoor site, but you want to believe, you know, it's what your eyes tell you. And so um, I think especially when you're in the pregame ritual as far as, you know, kicking a ball, what the distance might look like. I would say this, you know, and I've always said this about, hey, what the line is, and you hear that a lot. There's a difference between, and I use the military term because, you know, you mentioned the Army and such. There's a difference with a weapon system is what the max range is and what the max effective range is. Mm. Um you know, my max range may be 55 yards, but, you know, from 50 to 55, I'm only hitting it 30% of the time. Um, so, you know, I think there's a little bit of a difference there where you have that dialogue. And, you know, I can remember um, I can remember when I was in Atlanta, we signed Young Waiku, who's had a tremendous right. uh, couple years here. Really happy for him. Uh, we brought him in and did some work, and he's been – Fairly successful now, you know, obviously yeah. the Pro Bowl kicker. But my point was is that I remember when we brought him in and, you know, he would be saying that, hey, that is max range, you know, 52. Coach, I'm good for 52. But my eyes were telling me during the week in practice and even pregame, the first couple games we played, I remember mentioning to Q and saying, hey, Q, if we go over 50 here, you know, I mean, he's got enough leg to do it. But that that's less than a, a 30% chance that that thing's going through. And so we were – more inclined to 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 get a little bit closer, um, if you will. But I will say about that player specifically, as you mentioned about the trust factor, is after the first week together, after the second week together, after the third week together, okay, let's cut this guy loose a little bit a little bit farther. All right, once again, that is part one of the great Ben Cott week coming up next. Part two: What is it like to be back? Inside the Army-Navy rivalry and his special teams being devalued. That's next, right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Good to have you with us. Guys, it's Chris Russell here for our friends at Built Bar. That's right, Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, even better than a candy bar, right? It's Built Bar. Why is it better? Well, it tastes better, and it's better for you. Low in calories, sugar, net carbs, fat, high in protein, you get the best of both worlds. Delicious and healthy. So many flavors. You could go the mint brownie route, raspberry, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream. How about peanut butter brownie? That's my favorite. Built Bar gives you the extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something 
to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket, your purse, your backpack, whatever it might be. You never know when you are going to need it. And if you go to Built.com right now, they can help you with some of your Christmas shopping. And they're going to help you stay healthy and happy and fulfilled this holiday season. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wrapping up the Locked On Washington football team podcast, here's part two of our conversation with Ben Kotwika from the U.S. Army football program as they get set for Army-Navy this Saturday at MetLife Stadium, home of the Giants and the Jets. I'll be on hand at that particular game. Looking forward to my first experience uh, there. And Ben was kind enough to join us and give us his perspective on that and special teams across the board in the NFL. You know, I, I'm glad you brought up your time in Atlanta um, because if you don't mind, I wanted to ask you about this. Obviously, Washington playing the Dallas Cowboys this uh, Sunday at FedEx Field, and Dan Quinn, who was the Atlanta Falcons head coach, who, you know, you were part of that staff. Now he's the defensive coordinator in Dallas, and he's gotten a lot of praise from a lot of people, and the defense has definitely improved. What stands out to you uh, in general, um, uh, you know, about uh, about Dan as, as, as a coach and, and why he's been able to turn things around maybe from what you've been able to see on some tape uh, with the Dallas Cowboys this year, Ben? Yeah, so a couple things to unpack there. Uh, first off, uh, Dan Quinn is a, a tremendous football coach, but uh, he's an even better person. I think a couple of the things that really stand out about um, uh, with Dan. One is he's authentic. Uh, there's no hidden agenda. Uh, what he's telling you is real, whether it's good news or bad news. Uh, he's going to be very, very authentic with you. He's going to be honest with you. I know as a coach, greatly appreciated and, uh, and our, I know the players did. Number two, he's a tremendous communicator. You know, as a head coach, Chris, you've got to be able to communicate through a wide spectrum of audiences. You've got to be able to talk to the, to the highest level of the roster, to the bottom of the roster. You've got to be able to talk to the fan base. You've got to be able to talk to ownership. And I think one of the things that really makes Dan um, uh, an excellent, excellent leader, and he'd be tremendous in the military. I mean, he'd, he'd just be good because he's wired and he cares about people and he cares about you know what I would call soldiers. I think that's uh, uh, one of the key things for him. In regard to their defense specifically, um, I think he's – and even talking to him, I think he's narrowed down what he really wants it to look like. I think there was some time there in Atlanta where there were some other influences there. And, hey, you know, we were going to play some more zone. We were going to play some more coverage. And I think when I watch uh, Dallas, they're a lot more man-to-man. They're a lot more press. Obviously, the corner, um, even though not uh, Diggs, is, yeah. is an excellent press corner. I think he's doing that a little bit more. You know, Brown had the couple penalties there. What was that on Thanksgiving night? But, um, you know, that's really what they're doing, and they're, they're playing pretty good run defense and, and able to generate some pressure with with four. So I, I, I think that they've kind of found their niche, and it's ups and downs. I remember talking to Dan 
um, right before the Denver game. You know, this league is so volatile, Chris. You know yeah. this. Yeah. And if you've been around, uh, they're the team to beat. Now they're not. Now they're falling. Nah, nah, nah. And so my point was is that I talked to Dan right before they were, we were out there in uh, Texas and we were playing Air Force right. Academy. Right. And fortunately enough, we Army was able to get the win. But um, I had uh, just some time and I linked up with him. And that's when their defense was rolling. And he, I remember him telling me, he's like, Ben, you know, it's a week-to-week business. And you never know. And then the next day or two days later, Denver hangs like 30 on them, you know. But fortunately, they've kind of gotten back to it. And I think over the long term, good defense, excellent coach. Uh, I'm glad I asked that because that is excellent analysis and insight. Ben Kotwika, of course, with the United States Army football program uh, coming into the Army-Navy game. We'll get to that in a sec. One last thing I wanted to ask you before we run out of time and just on the, on the NFL in general. I'm worried about this, Ben. You know, I've always been a big special teams guy. I've always valued it long, long, long before I met and covered you and, and, and Danny Smith and, and now Nate Katzer and so on and so forth. Um, but I feel it's being devalued a little bit between more coaches going for it on fourth down. That's what the analytics say. Uh, you know, place kickers are struggling, it seems, more than ever in, in extra points, two point, whatever. Kickoffs have been minimized. Do you, do you see like this trend that special teams is being further devalued when, when in reality, it's, at least in my opinion, it should be more valued? So um, I think a couple things. I think that uh, I wouldn't say value. I would say uh, you might not be getting the quantity of players' plays, but the quality of plays. It's, it just puts a bigger magnitude on those plays. Look at the punt return or look at the fake punt that Seattle ran against uh, uh, San Francisco there just on Sunday, right? They get the first possession. They go three and out. And, and, and then they take the fake punt 78 yards. Those momentum plays are huge. So even though you might not be seeing the wide spectrum or the number of those plays, I think those teams that are, um, that are good on special teams can be a difference maker, especially as we get down the, uh, stretch here. And in regard to the position, you know, like when I was in Dallas and even Washington there, there's a handful of other things that the special teams coordinator does. He deals a lot with management. He obviously addresses the whole team. Um, he deals with, as I mentioned, roster management and who's up, who's down, who's going to be active on game day. So I think that's an integral role. And then the game management and situational football. Uh, when I was in Atlanta, we met it, uh, every Saturday morning talking about those situations with Coach Cutter and uh, Coach Sutton and, and Coach Flynn. And so that position has value. Um, and just I remember being uh, very fortunate to be uh, part of those. So um, I wouldn't I wouldn't blur the, you know, the quantity of plays versus the quality of plays, because I think, Chris, as you get down the stretch here and how tight these playoff races are, mm-hmm. obviously with the 17th game, obviously with seven now making the making the playoffs, there's going to continue to be special teams plays that come up um uh, that that are going to play a huge impact and maybe not just one game, but that, that one game that determines whether you're still playing in January or you're not. Good point. Good point. All right. In the remaining couple of moments that we have left, I know you got a tight schedule. I really appreciate you making time for us. You're coming to us from West Point. You're getting ready to get back into physically the Army-Navy rivalry, which I know is so important to you. You played at Army. You served our country. You coached. And now you're back. What does this opportunity to have this back for Coach Munkin mean to you, Ben? 
really, really cool opportunity. First off, I could not be thankful uh, enough for Coach allowing me to spend some time here during the uh, during the season. Uh, him, the staff, the team have been tremendous. They've, uh, I think, there's been value, tremendous value on both sides. Uh, hopefully, I've been able to provide a small amount to the value that they've provided me. Uh, not to uh, brag on Coach, but he is he is a tremendous culture creator. They got it going on here, and he's done a great job. Um, you know, to be, you know, when you're in the NFL, you only get to see the Army Navy game on uh, parts of it. So to be back onto the to the field will be a really cool, uh, really cool experience. And I just think that that game exemplifies so much that is right. You know, a united uh, group of both sides, common brothers. But I really think the cool thing is, is that it's good football. You know, Bel- you know, Coach Belichick ran the ball whatever many times there the other night. And the physical aspect of the game is personified. And I really think when you watch it, and uh, it's definitely a bucket list kind of thing to be part of and to go to it in person. But when you watch it on TV, Chris, the competitive joy and the sense of urgency that these players play with um, is unmatched. Well, I, I look forward to seeing you and, and your Army squad, obviously, on Saturday at MetLife Stadium for the first time uh, in, in live and living color. I'll be uh, – uh, fortunate enough to be a part of uh, of that through USAA, so I'm really looking forward to that. And so, so Chris, are you going to the game? I am. Yeah. So, okay. Is it your first one? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to actually catching up with you in person. Uh, you know, if we if we can spend a minute or two together. But yeah, the Absolutely. pageantry and all that stuff uh, is uh, is awesome. I mean, so I'm I'm so jacked up for it, and I'm I'm thrilled that you're obviously uh, back in it and back there. So uh, my best advice to you is just try for those 24 hours that you're on the ground, or just try. To slow life down, try to take it in, breathe the air, and really, really enjoy it because it is truly something special. Absolutely. We're going to leave with this. What do you want to say about this game? And what would you normally say to somebody? Go. Go, Army. Beat Navy. <laughs> Sorry, I tried to set you up there, but I know. <laughs> no, worries. I, it up. No, I got you. <laughs> ben, as always, uh, thank you so much for all you do. Uh, Thank you so much for obviously the service that you provided to the country. Uh, it's been great getting to know you and, and, and you're a, a tremendous coach, a tremendous person, uh, and, and somebody who I consider a friend. So thank you as always for doing this and, uh, hopefully, uh, we'll get a chance to catch up in person on Saturday. Absolutely. Feelings mutual, sir. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate you. All right, once again, that is Ben Kotwika. So kind of him to join us. I know he's busy getting ready for Army and Navy. The beat goes on. Somebody should give that guy a good old NFL job. Uh, there is no doubt about that. He knows his way. Absolutely. All right, that is going to do it for us. As always, we thank you for being a part of the show. David will be back on the next edition with a crossover, and then we'll get back together again before the end of the week for a final preview of the Washington football team and the Dallas Cowboys. Thanks for making us your first listen of the day. Again, now make your second listen of the day, the Locked on Bets podcast with your boy Q and Lee Sterling and his expert analysis. For David Harrison, who's covering the Washington football team on SI.com's Fan Nation, I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Men, her show on the Team 980 on the Odyssey app and in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being with us. We will see you next time right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.